journey to you show i am your host coach t and i am your co-host seven days i hope you guys had a great holiday weekend that you guys were safe and got to spend time with your families or relaxing at home yeah and i it's been hot it's been hot super hot this between this dust right and this heat right (laughs) it's been a struggle the last couple of days it has it has but we are still here and that's the main thing amen and we are here today i hope everybody is doing well and enjoying you've enjoyed your weekend and you're enjoying time with your family whatever it is you're doing i hope that you are guys are being safe um this is brought to you by design for destiny where destiny where reality becomes dest where de- destiny becomes reality. <laughs> I don't know why I trip up on the very thing that I know to say. So <laughs> it's where destiny becomes reality. And uh, we're also brought to you by Seven Days Photography, Capturing God's Love One Click at a Time. Yes. All right, so we are finishing up the conversation on uh fear. And I know we talked about a lot of different things last week about fear we did we covered a whole lot um we defined fear anxiety Mm -hmm. and discouragement so just to kind of give you guys a recap um the definition of fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous likely Mm -hmm. to cause pain or a threat which can lead to anxiety Mm -hmm. which is a feeling of worry nervousness or uneasy Mm -hmm. typically about an intimate event or something with an uncertain outcome and we talked about how our environments can sometimes cause discouragement Mm -hmm. which can lead to fear and anxiety Mm -hmm. Um, and we talked about how everyone from our teachers to our friends and family can all lead to fear and anxiety and discouragement in our lives and today we're going to tap tap into how to counteract those fears Mm -hmm. and anxieties and what the bible says and how Mm -hmm. we can get past those things especially in the era in which we're living mm-hmm. i'm kind of excited to get into this because yeah it's gonna allow a lot of good stuff playing i mean we are definitely living in a time in which there's a lot of uncertainty a lot of of what we've never seen before mm-hmm. and that's that could definitely trigger some type of anxiety slash also fear um because it's something we've never seen before and something we've never seen before we don't know how to really handle it or mm-hmm. channel it or know how to compart—I guess—compartmentalize our feelings or whatever. Because sometimes we, you know, because we have never experienced a pandemic, we've never experienced. Now we've had things in the past where you know there has been some injustices and things of that nature, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's to this magnitude mm-hmm. in which you know what is happening in um, with humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely an eye-opening thing. Um, and Especially for America, because mm-hmm. I feel like we've kind of been sheltered from a lot of things. Mind you, up until recently, we had uh, government agencies that handle global pandemics. They handle, mm-hmm. like, they get in front of these things and counteract it. And then now we kind of don't have that defense. So that's why coronavirus is hitting us so hard, because we no longer have those um committees that are dedicated to that Mm -hmm. and so we're used to being on the outside looking in while all these other places are counteracting it and i mean um are having it because when um 
SARS and mm-hmm. Ebola and everything, it was always other countries. We never got hit with it. Mm-hmm. And so for the first time since the 1920s, mm-hmm. we're getting hit with a, a pandemic and we don't know how to handle it. So it's creating a lot of fear and a lot of uncertainties. Mm-hmm. It's creating a lot of tension even within like households and how to handle certain things. And, you know, it's testing relationships. It's testing our friendships. Mm-hmm. It's kind of shattering everything we thought was normal and, and healthy in America. So Yeah, and it's also exposing and uncovering mm-hmm. what really isn't truth. Mm-hmm. A lot of lives are being exposed in this hour. A lot of hearts of people are being exposed in this hour. What it is that they really possess and what they really believe in. And it's, and we see that, you know, it is, it is happening, you know. Uh, I mean, I'm watching literally videos happening on Facebook. The people just, it's, it's, it's sad. It's, um, I see good things and I also see some bad things that are happening, you know. Right. Um, you know, things of which people feel that they are now entitled to say what the heck they want to say. You know, saying um, towards, you know, individuals because of, you know, a, a system is being uh challenged yes it's being challenged it's being it's being exposed yep and because of it a lot of people don't know how to handle it right both sides a little bit yep i think for (laughs) i'm sure you're talking about the racial tensions that's Mm -hmm. building um i think in history um i'm not trying to be offensive towards any of our viewers who may be um caucasian or white however you want to whatever you love yourself as but i think throughout history there's been a certain privilege embedded to them that they can say what they want mm-hmm. and we're uh, African Americans or people of color in general marginalized people because I know they come after all types of people if you're not pretty much white then you're pretty much can get attacked by them mm-hmm. um, or straight or whatever they identify as um, but I think they have a certain privilege where they think they can say and do what they want and we're supposed to just take it and it's been building for years because it started with the civil rights movement mm-hmm. it started with us fighting back with that it mm-hmm. started you know with the black panther party in the 70s mm-hmm. like we started implementing these structures where we're tired of just being passive and taking it mm-hmm. and i don't think <laughs> they're ready mm-hmm. and even now with i mean black twitter and black facebook they're kind of ruthless like mm-hmm. they, they take one comment and one thing and they're like within five minutes know where you work at where you live at and mm-hmm. send emails to your boss mm-hmm. i kind of like the pettiness but on the other side <laughs> it's just like sometimes people really do just get on facebook and attack people just because of mm-hmm. just because they feel like they can and mm-hmm. they don't actually they may actually mean what they say but they may not actually realize what they're saying and mm-hmm. just be being petty because they think they got you know twitter fingers and i mean let's be honest mm-hmm. the president also embeds this kind of mentality as well because he posts whatever he wants but he has protection because he's the president so mm-hmm. you're an average person we can't go after the president mm-hmm. we and i say we because i have been that person that has mm-hmm. been like arguing with people on facebook mm-hmm. um but it's definitely creating a lot of tensions and a lot of people are kind of like realizing like you can't just say and do what you want even mm-hmm. if you're hiding behind your computer screen your phone screen it's mm-hmm. a new era we're yeah. entering into and we ain't we are not <laughs> taking a lot of things that we that we use and not saying all of our ancestors used to take it because i can't speak to nobody else but i know my family got a long history of civil rights involvement mm-hmm. like we were not the passive types <laughs> so, right you know but there are people that you know didn't take it they just Shh, you can't say that you know <laughs> But it's, it's definitely a new era in the country uh, and all over the land in general. And then, too, we don't know what to expect next. Mm-hmm. So that's another way or another place in which fear comes into play and anxiety because we don't know what's next. Yeah, because who would have thought Kanye West would go and announce he was going to run for president? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, 2020 has been a wild year. But I never would have thought when back in, what, 2002 or Mm -hmm. before, whenever he said, George Bush don't like black people, Mm -hmm. I would have never thought some years later that man was going to announce that he's running for president. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, do I feel like he might have a better chance than Donald Trump? It's 2020. Nothing surprises me no more. I just don't know what's going to come out (laughs) of But you know I'm praying. I'm praying. On all ends because, you know, God's going to have us covered regardless of whoever's in rule. Mm -hmm. God is still reigning. Yeah. Reigning and ruling, because he he they may be the ruler of this land, but we are all citizens of heaven, right. and that's actually one of my favorite like, gospel songs by Tomorrow World. A song called "Citizens of Heaven," mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter who 
this land is governed by. Like we have someone higher that we're serving and mm-hmm. someone higher that has a greater purpose for us. Mm-hmm. And that kind of leads me into the topic of what we're going to talk about today and how to handle these fear and anxieties about what's happening in the world and facing your fears head on. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the only way you can overcome your fears and overcome your anxieties mm-hmm. is facing them head on. So you want to start? Or? And so, yes, yeah, so I do have some information. So mm-hmm. I've got this information on how to over- overcome fear. Um, from the real life counseling.com um, and they gave six things on how to overcome uh, fear the first thing is to learn more about the fear mm-hmm. so learn what it is like that's how we face it because mm-hmm. we're learning about it mm-hmm. we don't just brush it under the rug and keep it where we've packed it up and put it in a box mm-hmm. and it's still we still carry it everywhere we go and i feel like learning about it is also taking owner like taking a ownership like hey this is an actual problem like calling it out what it is mm-hmm. like a lot of times especially in the black community we have a tendency to want to sweep things under the rug and not talk about things but i feel like once you admit that okay this is a fear that i have mm-hmm. and you start learning about it you're calling out a problem and you're seeking like okay I got to get to the root of what it is and acknowledging that there is a problem. Because the first way to fix something mm-hmm. is to acknowledge that there is a mm-hmm. problem. So and and it's, it's so much bigger than, so fear is like the symptom. There's a root to that mm-hmm. symptom. Mm-hmm. And so you got to find, we got to pluck this root. We got to dig and find it. Yes, mm-hmm. dig. Because there could be some other things that have been covered mm-hmm. over it for years and years and years. And this stuff has been rooted into us. And now it has become part of our name. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we must learn more about what it is that we are fearing mm-hmm. um, or that the cause or the reason or the root of it. We also need to use our imagine, imagination in positive ways. We have, we got to be focused on stuff that's positive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, not create um, a, a reality that's not even true. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happens. We create the very thing that we don't want to happen. Mm-hmm. Because of what maybe something that has happened before. What, you're, what she's referring to is the power of manifestation. Right. And you can actually manifest negative and positive things. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking from experience. Because mm-hmm. in the last episode, I talked about some of my dark past with how I was in an abusive relationship back in 2013 to 2014. Well, 20, right, like beginning of 2015. Um, and I created that reality even after I things ended with him and I mm-hmm. I because of the things that was said to me it was like I had it on constant replay in my head mm-hmm. till I started believing it mm-hmm. and then once I started believing it I started acting it out and next thing I know everything around me was surrounded by those words that he spoke over me mm-hmm. and so we have to be careful about what we allow into our spirit what we feed ourselves mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that don't take criticism but you have to differentiate between when someone is giving you constructive criticism mm-hmm. and when someone is literally putting you down and trying to discourage you mm-hmm. and I'm going to touch on that in a little bit when I get into David and Moses um, mm-hmm. from the Bible about their fear and things that they face but we have to definitely learn to differentiate the, mm-hmm. between the two because what we feed our what we hear mm-hmm. is what our heart hears mm-hmm. and what guard your heart because everything you do from it Flows. flows from it yes. and so what we first four letters of heart is here mm-hmm. and hearing and seeing is, is doing so mm-hmm. we have to be mindful of and, what, the, and the first letters we were talking about last week fear mm-hmm. ear 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 and heart ear and heart are connected so you <laughs> have to guard yourself yeah. and be careful what you allow into your spirit absolutely because yeah. manifestation is so real but just like you can manifest a negative reality. Mm-hmm. You can also manifest a positive awesome. reality by what you're changing, what you're hearing, and what you're allowing into your spirit and into your heart. Yes. So we're able to create with our imagination. Because we all have one. Uh, use your brain in different ways um, than usual. So try to do something different. Um you know, whatever it may come up, it may happen. We don't go back into the old places. Oh my God, I'm I don't want to do. No, have a take a different perspective. Look at it differently. Uh, use your brain differently instead of using it to uh, start creating a barrier for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is you create a barrier and you start burying yourself, yourself. burying yeah. the very individual who you are. Yep. 
and I'm, I'm going to always relate everything she's saying back to my personal experiences because that's literally what happened. Mm-hmm. And this very thing that he told me, no one will, because if you remember from last episode, he was telling me that no one will want to hear my poetry, mm-hmm. that I don't have anything positive to say, that I, because I'm so fat and ugly, no one's going to want to hear me. And I took that very thing that he told me and I started writing about how it made me feel and the things that I had experienced and what's happened. And literally that became the stepping stool to get me out of that rut because Mm -hmm. in 2016, I started performing poetry. The Mm -hmm. first poem I performed was about my abusive relationship mm-hmm. and i.e before i say anything no i didn't kill anybody in real life <laughs> but in my poem yeah. i spoke about killing my abuser mm-hmm. and it was therapeutic but it was also what i needed to kind of release everything because i used something that was used to bury me mm-hmm. to kind of redefine me and do the very thing he told me i couldn't do mm-hmm. and literally people still talk about that poem like that's still one of like quote-unquote my best poems more popular poems whatever Mm -hmm. um but you have to reuse your mind for something different even Mm -hmm. if it's different from what you thought it could be Mm -hmm. it's okay (laughs) like just do it because what what ends up happening is like i said when you start burying yourself and then you start creating unhealthy cycles Mm -hmm. nobody wants to continue the same thing over and over again and experience the same thing over and over again but it's up for us to decide how we're going to handle what it is that we continue to see or maybe relate to something that happened in the past and and not allow it to become um i guess a part of what you've been used to and mm-hmm. then you start playing this thing over i don't and over think again, we like realize record. we can be emotionally abusive towards ourselves mm-hmm. we can absolutely be mentally abusive towards ourselves by allowing negativity to constantly being replayed in our hair in our head and us replaying those things it creates abuse a system of abuse and fear and mm-hmm. anxiety within us and depression within us so much so that we develop unhealthy coping techniques mm-hmm. And so that's what's ended up happening. It's like we're almost abusing ourselves by thinking these negative things. And the more you think it, the more you're putting yourself down, digging yourself deeper. Mm -hmm. And the more you have to develop these unhealthy coping techniques to deal with that abuse. Mm -hmm. And also, number four says, uh, focus on on your breathing. Oh, I love meditation. Focus on your breathing. I think we we don't spend time enough focusing on ourselves. We don't really see how we, we deal with what it is that we're dealing with. We really we we get so caught up in the situation that we don't really understand what's going on with us physically. Right. <laughs> right. Um and and that's how I mean like that's how a lot of things start happening in our bodies because mm-hmm. we neglect to see what's really happening. Mm-hmm. We, we neglect to see that the outside force is, we're allowing an outside force mm-hmm. because that's what it is, it's a spirit. Mm-hmm. It's a spirit of fear. We're allowing an outside force to have rule and reign over our, not just our spiritual, but mm-hmm. also our physical. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be in, t- in tune of what it is that's happening when we deal what it is we're dealing with, we need to take time, maybe relax ourselves, take a deep breath, breathe in and breathe out, and not meditate on what it is mm-hmm. that will cause you to, to go into these places. And if people, I know as in the Christian faith, sometimes meditation can be twisted and manipulated into mm-hmm. something differently. But meditation is practiced across all religious backgrounds, mm-hmm. including Christianity. Um, and it's important that you focus your mind on things that are healthy for you. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, once I got out of that situation and I joined a healthy church for me and I joined and started becoming active and really learning about God, I had to take that time to meditate on his word and to meditate mm-hmm. and focus on what I needed to learn for myself because mm-hmm. I knew that if I continued to go down that path, I wasn't going to survive it. And that's the scary part. A lot of things is that why a lot. Of, I mean, we know right now the suicide rate is so mm-hmm. high, and it's getting higher among the black community. Mm-hmm. And it's important that we learn to focus on things that are going to advance us and not push us further back into that dark place. Yeah. Um, just like I believe it's in is it First Timothy where it says um, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but mm-hmm. a spirit of hope, power, of a sound mind. We know that all good and perfect things come from the Lord. Mm-hmm. So it's important that we focus our heart and minds on those things. Yeah. And so, and the last 
two actually go together with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It says practice mindfulness, being aware, recognizing the symptoms that arise when mm-hmm. you deal with what you have to be aware. You have to know yourself. Mm-hmm. And that all takes time for you meditating, getting, you know, getting away. Sometimes it will cause you to get away from certain people, mm-hmm. places and things that you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. Go into a, un- I know that's even fearful to even go to someplace <laughs> unfamiliar. But you find out a lot about yourself in most unfamiliar, awkward places. Absolutely. Because, <laughs> again, for me, <laughs> when I started performing at a hookah bar out by UNCC, I was not used to smoking a hookah. I was mm-hmm. not used to performing. I knew none of these people. I was dating a guy. They used to work at the hookah bar. I knew no one, and it was so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. especially getting in front of these people and essentially having to tell my story of abuse in my poem. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my, I thought I was going to throw up. And he was like, yo, I don't know if you were nervous but i felt your energy it was like you were shaking and vibrating i said i thought i was getting ready to throw up okay it was not part of the poem it was not my emotions in the poem i was nervous and scared but i feel like it was so healthy and therapeutic because if i had never went to that unfamiliar place mm-hmm. i would have never gotten to know me mm-hmm. and got to know who god wanted me to be mm-hmm. yeah and then the last one it says use nature as your therapist i do this all the time mm-hmm. i'm always I know I may be a little weird. I may be a little weird. I know some people think I'm kind of weird. But I like to go in the place in which I just, I don't know, some days I'll just look in the trees and say, Lord, you you created this. And all this came from you. All that's good and perfect comes from you. So, you know, I just look at the trees and, and get caught up in the trees and the, and the, the greenery about it and how it's all set up and how it's all it looks like no i didn't i I told somebody this before but the tree is like shaped like a lung Mm -hmm. it is so you know and it's and you start finding out stuff about it's no coincidence that you see the yourself in nature like i see the lungs in nature like we are because we are all god's creation Mm -hmm. there we are connected in so many different ways and there's Mm -hmm. no coincidence that trees look like lungs mm-hmm. and we get our oxygen from trees mm-hmm. so it's no coincidence and we still are so connected and so we got to get into a place that we become not so just hustle and bustle because we miss out on a lot of things in the hustle and bustle we miss mm-hmm. out on a lot about us and that's why we sometimes uh stay in this place of fear because we box this stuff up we don't deal with it and now, we, we're and we not just, at all saying not to go get help. Because right. part of recognizing that there is a problem mm-hmm. is knowing when it's time to seek help. Mm-hmm. And if you ever have issues where you're feeling like you can't see the light anymore, mm-hmm. and no matter what you do, no matter who you talk to, it doesn't get better, seek professional help. Mm-hmm. We are absolutely advocates of therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just offering another solution, and including therapy. Because mm-hmm. I had to do all of these things and go to a therapist mm-hmm. and seek help because it, was, it wasn't it was enough. And I felt like I got to the point where God was like, no, I, get, I, I created doctors in modern medicine mm-hmm. for a reason. Go talk to someone. And it was in that that I was able to get back on track because, and get healthy cause again. Because some, some traumas need that. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of trauma creates fear. Mm-hmm. If you've had a traumatic past, that would create some type of, I don't want to do this, I'm not going to do this, I am not can't do this, and I can't do this. But then that that creates that you have, there is, like you said, you have to get some type of help Absolutely. for that. So, um, yeah, so you want to go ahead and go through your, I think you had some... Uh, what is it? You Some biblical references of fear for, in the Bible. For um was it fear yeah it was fear and i got some for faith so well actually fear and faith are actually going to be interchangeable right now because okay what i've learned about fear from Uh a wonderful bible study that i taught last week okay is that a lot of times god uses our fear to reflect the faith that he has in us Mm -hmm. and what he called us to do Mm -hmm. so let me dive right into that two of my favorite stories from the bible is uh well david and goliath and then the story of Moses. Now, I'm a 90s baby, so <laughs> my first time learning about Moses wasn't actually reading Exodus. It was The Prince of Egypt, the movie. And for people <laughs> who were born in the 90s, no, that movie was absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But it caused me to actually dig a little deeper into who Moses was and what God called him to do. So, mind you, I'm going to get a little real with y'all. I'm very animated in my imagination. 
I love to read. And love to write. So it go all over the place. So when I first started reading Exodus and studying Moses, I can literally sense his fear because if you, when you know you're called to do something, and mm-hmm. Moses knew his whole life that he was called to do something because he could feel it in his spirit. But even when he, you know, grew up in that palace with the Egyptians and he ran into his sister mm-hmm. and she told him who he was. He ran from it because he knew he was called to do more and he was scared. He was Mm -hmm. fearful. Um, But Exodus actually means a mass departure or immigration. And it's really important that you kind of understand Exodus. I feel like we all have a moment in life where we have to do a mass departure of who we want to be versus who God called us to Mm -hmm. be. And once we break out of our fear and anxiety, we can really begin to walk in that faith and who God called us to be. That's the journey to you. That's the journey (laughs) to you. (laughs) But that journey is not an easy one. Because look at Moses and look at David. They Mm -mm. both had to overcome major Goliaths. And when I say Goliath, I'm saying major fears. Mm -hmm. Because both of them had to realize their environment was hindering who they were supposed to become. Mm -hmm. Moses had to run from Egypt. He had Mm -hmm. to commit murder. He had to run from Egypt scared because he knew something greater was coming from him. And that fear is what caused him to leave because he's like, I'm conflicted between who I know I am, Mm -hmm. who I was raised to be, and who God called me to be. But what am I supposed to do? And it took him on a long journey. I mean, he was out there for, what, 40 years mm-hmm. in the desert. And it wasn't until the burning bush. And if I can be honest, the burning bush terrified me. Just like it terrified him. Because he's like, how can a bush be on fire <laughs> and not burn up? Y'all mm-hmm. tell me y'all wouldn't be scared if y'all saw that. Because I know for me, when I read it, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, I would be scared, you yeah. know. Um, but it didn't stop Moses. Because God said, I I am who I am, mm-hmm. meaning that I created all of this. Mm-hmm. I'm not just this burning bush. I'm the one who created you mm-hmm. and everything about you. Moses had a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. I grew up with a speech impediment, so that resonated with me that if he can call Moses to still do something great with his life and lead his people out of slavery, then God can call me to do something and something greater in my life, despite mm-hmm. what our shortcomings and fears may be. Because mm-hmm. Moses was like, look, God, I talk funny. I done killed somebody. I grew up as an Egyptian, so I'm a traitor to my people because I'm Hebrew, but yet I grew up in the palace for the people that got them enslaved. They ain't mm-hmm. going to listen to me. He had all these fears and anxieties about what mm-hmm. God was saying to him. God literally had to put his foot down. He said, I called you to do a job. Mm-hmm. I'm equipping you with everything that you need to do. Mm-hmm. Just go do it. And y'all already know he turned the red, the sea red, mm-hmm. you know, killing the forest burns, all the unleashing the lotus. And he, all that was a huge thing. And Moses was like, you can't, I, you can sense the fear, the buildup and everything, but mm-hmm. it didn't stop him from doing what he called to do. And if Moses had allowed his fear to keep him running, because he could have ran from the burning bush. He could have ran to an even further place 40 years out, mm-hmm. but he, he stopped right there. If Moses had allowed his fear to keep him on the run, we would have yeah. never seen one of the biggest miracles of the Bible, mm-hmm. which is the parting of the Red Sea, which is mm-hmm. you know him leading his people out of slavery. And I Mm -hmm. feel like in this era, it's so important to see that because I feel like we want to cover up our fears and anxiety when it comes to this racial tension. And it's time for us to kind of confront it, to have the uncomfortable conversations, Mm -hmm. to head it, because we can't keep covering it up because Mm -hmm. we're never going to see that Mm -hmm. deliverance. We're never going to see that freedom if Mm -hmm. we keep running from it and not talking about it and not just the racial tensions, Mm -hmm. but whatever we have going on in our body. Anything yeah, I mean, it's up to us to open our mouths. It's up to us to open our <laughs> mouths and have these conversations yeah. because at the end of the day, like, a closed mouth don't get fed. Mm-hmm. Who used to say that? Is my grandma used to say that? Was well, my mom one of them? Closed mouth don't get fed. Like, if you don't speak up and say what's going on with you, then you're never going to learn. You're never going to be able to get overcome these things. Which lead me to my other favorite character of the Bible, uh-huh. which is David and Goliath. All right. No. You want to? You go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, because um, I got something here. Okay, excuse me. <clears throat> well, First Samuel six twenty nine um, is do not harm him, for who can lay hands on the Lord's anointed and remain unpunished? And mm-hmm. I feel like that's a very powerful scripture for us right now because we are all called and all anointed by God, and we have this fear 
of harm coming to us, but our faith in God is what's going to keep us moving forward and keep us growing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some stuff I've broken down. So Goliath actually transfer uh, translates in Hebrew to uncover or reveal. Mm-hmm. And originally, David a Goliath was thought to be sent to destroy David by Saul because King Saul knew that David was more suited to be king. Mm-hmm. And we do know that David was more suited to be king because he went on to be one of the greatest rulers of Israel and um Jesus' bloodline, Jesus comes from David in mm-hmm. terms of his human nature, not from mm-hmm. his God nature, but from his human nature. He is a descendant of David. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is very powerful because if David had never Anyways, I'll go back to that point. <laughs> we all know that what the devil meant for our evil, God turns around and makes it for our good. Mm-hmm. And what the Saul sent out David to, de- excuse me, Saul sent out Goliath to destroy David. And David, being a short, small, young boy at the time, probably saw this giant and was like, <laughs> you, a slingshot, right? Mm-hmm. A rock. Lord, you playing, right? Like, in his mind, you can... I mean, I told you my imagination. Mm-hmm. I can see all these type of things like, Lord, you, you gave me five stones and a slingshot mm-hmm. to slay this giant. I ain't got no sword. He got a sword, Lord. He's a giant. I'm a boy. Like, how is this? And then you had people around him like King Saul, like, you're never going to be this. You're mm-hmm. never going to be king. Stop now. So you can see the fears and anxiety in David. But David knew when he saw Goliath that, Clearly, if God's putting this giant up against me and saying, I'm giving you five stones, but Mm -hmm. you only need one. Mm -hmm. That means he saw himself being reflected back in the faith that God had in him and in his potential to be greater. Mm -hmm. So we have to start looking at our fears as God's way of saying you're called to be something greater. Mm -hmm. That these things are in front of you for a purpose. But if you allow to run from them, Mm -hmm. you're running from what I called you to do and who you're going to intend to help. Mm -hmm. David could have easily ran from Goliath because I can't Mm -hmm. honestly say when I was facing my Goliaths, that I didn't want to run. Mm-hmm. And in some ways I did because I allowed my depression to keep me in a dark hole for so long. Mm-hmm. But we I have to we have to realize that when God put these things in front of us, put these giants, our fears mm-hmm. in front of us, they're not meant to deter us. They're mm-hmm. meant to define us and to reflect who God called us to be and to keep moving and keep pressing forward. And ultimately, again, we saw one of the biggest miracles in the Bible. Mm-hmm. David slayed Goliath, slayed him. Cut his head off. Period. Like he was done with. Never so, to get up again. Never to. And then he cut his head off. Just like, uh, son. You know. So yeah. it's again. But we have to learn to overcome those fears and step out on our face and allow God to move through us. And when we allow the hand of God to move, that's when things start working even more in our favor. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I mean, if we ran from, you know. There's a reason why they were in the position that they were in. Mm-hmm. And we got to understand, even though those things come up, mm-hmm. it's to advance us. Mm-hmm. Advance us in showing us what it is that we possess. Even though we may have the, the five stones or we only have a rod or whatever it may be. The power is not in the stone. Mm-hmm. The power is not in the rod. Mm-hmm. It is in us. Mm-hmm. And in our obedience to becoming the very person that we should be. Mm-hmm. And fear, fear is there to, to dis, is it dissuade? Is that a word? That isn't a word. Dissuade us. No, per, per, uh, no. That is a word. No, I don't think it's dissuade, but we'll say it's dissuade. Okay, now let me get it right. It's to distract us. Mm-hmm. Deter us. Yes, that is right. <laughs> Deter us. From where God wants right. us to be. That, I don't know where that came from. It's but okay. anyway. We back on track, we good. But all in all that's what it's all about and and we have to understand so what i what what i was sitting and thinking about when i was doing this uh she talked about the fear so what we need to do and what we need to have to overcome fear is faith mm-hmm. and so there are 79 uh, this is like 79 scriptures on faith in the bible and the one scripture that i know everybody knows about is hebrews 11 and 1 that says now faith is confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. Mm-hmm. So our faith has to be, what is our faith in? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When we deal with 
what it is that we deal with or how we want to move forward. What it, It's all going to be determined on what our faith, our confidence is in. Mm-hmm. Is our confidence in what they did to me last year mm-hmm. and that's why I can't move forward this year because I don't want to experience the same situation mm-hmm. or is my faith in um, you know I lost uh, the relationship with Sour because of a situation that may ha- happen mm-hmm. but I have a new person in my life is my confidence in that is my confidence is in something that um, I don't know anything that could have happened that, that that caused me to be so traumatized is my faith really in that mm-hmm. what is our confidence in and and it says that now our faith is is confidence in what we hope so what so what we are hoping for is what we're going to see mm-hmm. what we're going to expect we have the hope is what is is and our confidence work together mm-hmm. to create manifest build Something is getting ready to be produced from this. Mm-hmm. So we have to be careful about where we have placed our faith in. Mm-hmm. Uh, is our faith in our in the fear? <laughs> right. Because faith can be in fear. We give, we give it too much power. Mm-hmm. And that's why we are paralyzed. And that's why we continue to, to sing, sing the same song. Mm-hmm. There's new, no new songs written. Mm-hmm. Because that's all we expect. Mm-hmm. But when we only expect that, then we have to go back and see where our confidence is in. Mm-hmm. And our hope. Yep. Um, it says, for the insurance about what, what we do not see. So now faith is the confidence in what we, and what we hope for. Mm-hmm. And assurance about what we do not see. Assurance is a declaration to give, um, to, to give confidence or is a promise. So what that breaks down into? What? What I, what I just heard in the spirit? What? Goliath. Mm-hmm. It's revealing mm-hmm. what we have faith in. What mm-hmm. God called us to do. Mm-hmm. And so although we're seeing this huge giant, mm-hmm. we're seeing a long battle between the Egyptians and myself trying to convince Pharaoh to let the Hebrews go. Mm-hmm. We see the, the this Red Sea in front of us. We see all of this. Mm-hmm. But what needs to be reflected back at us is our faith in God mm-hmm. and, and what we hope for to be on the other side of this river, on the other side of the sea. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen once I slay this giant? Mm-hmm. What happens once I return back from the desert mm-hmm. and how at the end I am, my people are going to be set free. You know, mm-hmm. so we have to keep realize that our fears aren't meant to distract us. They're meant to reveal mm-hmm. what our faith is in. Amen. Reveals what's in our heart. Mm-hmm. It revealed, faith will reveal what's in your heart because it's going to produce something what we hope for and the evidence of, of what we have not seen, what we hope for. So hope, we hope we don't go through this and we hope we don't go through that. You know how we sit around and say, oh, I hope I don't go through this. And I hope, and the, and the very thing we say we don't hope, we hope not to have happens. Mm-hmm. Because our energy. confidence is in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Our confidence is in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. It's in the situation. <laughs> So now the situation is 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 leading and guiding you, and that's where your hope is. Um, for the assurance about what we do not see, we have we have and the assurance. There's an assurance that comes with this. Um, to give is to give you confidence. It's it's a promise about what you do not see, mm-hmm. because eventually you will see it. Mm-hmm. It's like eventually you're Goliath is the entry love is the entry gate to mm-hmm. what God is calling you to do. So once you get over that fear, mm-hmm. once you realize that what's on the other side of that that fear is your calling, your faith, your promise, it's like let me go ahead and hit that slingshot real quick. Let mm-hmm. me, you know, it, it kind of it should motivate us and not deter us. Mhm. The other scripture, um so if faith is 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 confidence and what we hope for. Mm-hmm. So in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 it says, For we live by faith and not by sight. Mm-hmm. So we live, this is a place of where we live. We live confidently. Mm-hmm. And not by what's going on around us. What's going on. We don't, we don't have faith in all of this, this craziness. <laughs> because if you can remain faithful throughout every mm-hmm. storm 
you'll receive your promise. And mm-hmm. I and I'm like speaking from experience. I'm very like tear up because you know I'm super emotional. Okay. Um. Your storms are gonna come mm-hmm. no matter what. Even when you get to a place. You know, where you think you're completely happy, something's still going to come and try to knock you down, trying to keep you from, you know, from being happy or keep you, I'll take your eyes off from God. But if you stay faithful and keep your eyes focused and and, and keep love in, in, in your heart, you'll receive your promise. You'll get through mm-hmm. your storm. You'll get back on track. But you just have to keep your heart and mind focused. Yeah. And, and also, um, I know I'm jumping around here. So we're going back to hope. Remember, we were talking about. Uh, now faith is confidence in what we hope for because mm-hmm. we know that hope comes from him from God uh, Romans 15 and 13 says may the God of hope mm-hmm. fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so our trust has to be in him and not in what we have going on around us right. Our tr- so we can get the complete feeling of the, the, the feeling in which we need to, to, to be filled in us. Uh, he will fill you with joy and peace. That's a place of stability. That is a place of, of confidence. Jeremiah 29.11 yeah. For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans mm-hmm. to prosper you and to be in good health. Mm-hmm. Prosper can be taken a lot of different ways but primarily that means monetarily. It means mm-hmm. stability. It means life. And I love Jeremiah 29 11 because people are like, well, you know, you can, you know, I'd rather have Jesus and silver and gold. But God still wants us to prosper. God mm-hmm. wants us to have stability. God wants us to live. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 don't, I would rather have silver and gold than Jesus. But on the same side, he still wants us to be healthy and mm-hmm. happy, to have a good life. He mm-hmm. doesn't want us to struggle in fear and anxiety. He doesn't want us to struggle in those things. So I just, I just wanted to add that in. No, you're good. That's good. <laughs> and it all goes back to knowing who we are. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, when we have lost our identity to what it is that we don't want to experience, whatever it may be, we give fear our identity. Mm-hmm. And when you don't know who you are, then you can become. And I'm saying we all do it. We've done it. I've done it. I do it. I'm not exempt from it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I have to have a reminder about who I am. And that's where affirmations come into play. You know what I'm saying? Downcasting all that other stuff to people or things that may have happened in the past. But you know what it is that you need to conquer. Yeah. I'm conquering what it is that I don't like to. <laughs> which is speaking in front of people, thousands of people that I don't even know is going to listen. Mm-hmm. But I have to do it because if not, I'm the Moses. I'm the David. Something is happening. Something has to happen. Amen. We got. She's the Moses. She's the day. We we all have a reason and a purpose in this earth. We were created not to just sit here and take up time and space, mm-hmm. but to do what it is needs to be got, done. And and if I'm not doing it, somebody else is not going to be able to do it. Yeah. Do and you, if if you're not doing it, somebody else. Do won't you be guys done. know the the expression "fear not" is written in the Bible 365 times. The phrase fear not. 365 times. And that's well, I, 365 days in a year. year. That means for one day, for one time every day, you need to say fear not. Right. Because that's how many times it's in the Bible. It's And it's, it amazes me that it's that many times because God does not want us to be fearful. God doesn't want us to live in fear. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite scriptures is Romans um, chapter 8, verses 38 through 39, which is, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus for our Lord. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's so powerful because God is love. Mm-hmm. Christ is love. He gave the greatest love of all. He mm-hmm. sacrificed his life for us. And I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, he, he gave his life for us to mm-hmm. give us the greatest love of all. And if he's willing to give us that peace and that love, there's nothing that should be able to separate us from it. No matter what we see, mm-hmm. no matter what principalities we may battle, everything comes back to that. And I actually challenge you guys to read uh, Romans chapter 8. It's a very, it's one of my favorite um chapters in the bible the whole chapter because it goes in depth with fear and discouragement Mm -hmm. and romans 8 28 
it's also one of my other favorite scriptures for um oh my god it just went out my head romans eight twenty eight. all things work together, together for the good of those mm-hmm. that love the lord and mm-hmm. are called according to his purpose and it didn't say some of the things it didn't say the good things it said all things including mm-hmm. your fears including your anxieties and if you allow them they can help build you and make you stronger and cause you to be the great to be your greatest you and help you along this journey to you <laughs> Sorry. yes <laughs> and so that that's why you get the journey to you because they're going to de- we going to deal we going to deal with some fear on the journey to us because yeah. some some of us don't want to go to us and to be honest, because that means I got to get rid of this. I got to stop doing this. I got to walk over here. I got to break out of this box. I got to leap over this. I got to walk over here. I got to remove this. I got to release this. I got to handle it. Now I got to go back to the place that caused me to run from right. originally. Because I know for uh, Moses. Mm-hmm. We think that because God allowed us to escape the place that we're scared of, we escape the place that's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes God might call you back into that place mm-hmm. to face your fear, to conquer it, because your destiny and who he calls you to be and what he needs you to do is back in that place that you ran from, mm-hmm. that your fear caused you to leave. So what we need to do today is to get our power back. Mm-hmm. Take our the power which you already have. Mm-hmm. Uh, a spirit of fear is to it is not there to it, it it's is there to take and suck out everything out of you and to cause you to miss out on who you really are mm-hmm. you can miss out it is possible to miss out on who you are if you allow that to control your everything because what it says a uh, fear is uh they said the acronym for fear is uh false evidence appearing real Mm-hmm. We have the ability to cause things to become real, mm-hmm. far as because we are we are we are created in His image and likeness, so we bring reality mm-hmm. by what's going on in our hearts and in our minds. So when we understand that we are we are the image and likeness of and God, there's so much power in our words. Yeah, like we don't realize that because we are the Spirit of God that He fills us. Mm-hmm. We have that same resurrection power that He has. Mm-hmm. So when God called out, "Let there be light," let and He spoke into creation. We have that same power mm-hmm. within our lives. And I something that I had to learn the hard way about my poetry. That's why she calls me the prophetic poet because <laughs> there's so much power in my words Mm -hmm. and I had to realize that the way that I frame things the way that I say things can cause life or death to fall Mm -hmm. and it's not even that I'm doing intentionally it's just I'm just writing I'm Mm -hmm. just performing and you have to realize our words hurt so much power that's why it's called spelling because we're literally casting spells when we Mm -hmm. write and when we speak Mm -hmm. and what you we have to learn to conquer the negative things in our life Mm -hmm. starting by what we hear and what Mm -hmm. we speak Mm -hmm. and we cannot allow it to consume our lives Mm -hmm. that's why we got to overcome it and handle it head on Mm -hmm. I know it may be scary you may not want to do it but it's necessary. Mm-hmm. If you want to live, I mean, a lot of us say we've been living, but we haven't really, really been living. We've been living more of a bit in bondage by what we don't want to do because of the consequences of what it may look like. Mm-hmm. But we never will know what the result may be mm-hmm. until, until we actually do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and look at Moses again for an example. Mm-hmm. When his sister, he ran into his sister, and she spoke to him and said, "Like you are one of us, you are my brother, mm-hmm. and you are called to de- be our deliverer. Mm-hmm. Like you're the one that's going to deliver us out of this. Don't run from who you are." Mm-hmm. It scared him to the point where he went out and committed murder the next day, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> ran for four mm-hmm. years in the desert mm-hmm. until he ran across the burning bush. Mm-hmm. And that bush again spoke to him. I mean, we if. I'm, I'm referring to Prince of Egypt because again I'm a 90's baby you know God was a, you know he, he was coming down on Moses like I said what I said homie like mm-hmm. this is what I called you to do I need you to have faith and belief that you're going to do something greater I just need you to go back to that place mm-hmm. go back to who, who and if he didn't have his brother and sister still there around him if he hadn't listened to those brothers, and those things would resonate within your spirit mm-hmm. here he's in why he was scared when his sister spoke to him because he knew within his spirit and I say mm-hmm. all the time I know when my spirit is speaking to me I have a mm-hmm. gut feeling mm-hmm. he knew within his spirit when his sister said that to him mm-hmm. that that was true 
that mm-hmm. he was being called to do something more. Mm-hmm. That's why he ran. That's why he, he killed the guard that was beating on the slave because he knew within his spirit that those were his people mm-hmm. and he ran from it. He knew when he met that Jesus in the burning, I mean, uh, God in the burning bush, and he was mm-hmm. scared out his mind because it wasn't. <laughs> right. It wasn't was something a, you normally see. Right. How you fired but not being burnt up. Right. He was scared in that moment, but he knew that that was the God of I am mm-hmm. and that he was being called back into that place to do something greater. Mm-hmm. And so when you see your fears, don't run from it. Mm-hmm. Run to it. Embrace it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like go up, give it a dab and hug and everything, but it could be your calling into something more because poetry for me mm-hmm. was the most scariest thing ever, especially with that demon in my ear telling me, you know, no mm-hmm. one's going to want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. And, no and so that to- means somebody does need what you, mm-hmm. if, if, if there's a, a the other side of fear speak because that's what fear was speaking mm-hmm. to you saying they don't want to hear what you have to say, mm-hmm. then that means they they do want to hear. And you won't believe how many times people have come up to me and oh my god, you're such an amazing poet. Your poem really mm-hmm. touched me. And I was at A and T. I was the only big girl on Couture Productions. Shout out to my CP family. Word. Um, <laughs> but. I, so many times, you know, girls have come up to me after, oh my God, your confidence in who you are means everything and your poetry is so dope. And, and if you don't allow yourself to break down your own walls, you never know who you're going to miss out on inspiring and essentially delivering because real talk, it was nothing felt greater than seeing another girl mm-hmm. who was plus size come up to me and tell me that my confidence in who I was and my poetry inspired her to have confidence in herself. And I cried because that's what I needed to do because I had so many people behind me telling me that I couldn't do it because of how I looked, no one would listen. And mm-hmm. It was the complete opposite. Like, because of how I look, Mm -hmm. because I still got confidence in myself, honey, because ultimately I had to come into Mm self-knowledge and knowledge of who I serve, that people started listening. Yeah, and confidence, your confidence gave her hope. Mm -hmm. So, that's why I'm like, it's all connected. We got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? Really believe, like, really know who you are. There's, you can, you can do anything. But it's all about releasing the negativity, releasing the the anything that's opposite of what it is that you're supposed to be doing or or opposite of really who you are mm-hmm. and start declaring and start affirming yourself mm-hmm. that I can do this. I can accomplish it. I am great. I am powerful. Mm-hmm. I have I I I am uh intelligent. I am creative. I am productive. I mean, say those things. I challenge you because your life will change when you start speaking positively about yourself mm-hmm. instead of saying, I cannot do because I cannot do. It cuts off the very thing and what you what you can do. And you won't know if you can do it or accomplish it or handle it or 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 uh, overcome it unless you put the work, you put the work and effort. I mean, I know I'm not saying I, I'm not telling you something. I don't know because I. Everything we're saying it. is just from our yeah. experiences. And I know for me, affirmations mean everything. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of my favorite teachers in college. Um, oh, God, her name, first name was Ashley. can't remember her last name because we call her Ashley because she's on like two or three years older than us. She was a young professor. Um, but she made us do affirmations every day. We had a class on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And at the beginning of class each day, we had to do three affirmations three times. And every week we did different affirmations. And she gave us, um, she put me on to Lingerie, who is a poet slash like rapper, singer guy. I don't know mm-hmm. how to describe him, but he makes amazing meditation music. And one of my favorite albums by him is called Eternal Sunrise. And he has affirmations for each chakra. And I mean, the album itself is like, if you listen to all the way through, it's like three hours long. But the uh, the, the uh, affirmations per chakra tracks are so powerful because mm-hmm. it's like back to back to back of nothing but powerful affirmations. Mm-hmm. And it's so therapeutic to sometimes just to speak over yourself because sometimes this world can try to bring you down. Like this mm-hmm. world will try to ex- discourage you from walking in your purpose and walking in your calling. Mm-hmm. And it's about you deciding if the world is going to do it. Mm-hmm. Because we, we possess, we have God, we are God in the earth. I'm just going to say it, we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, 
We got a nerve because we're image and likeness. God is with us. And so that's why we have the ability to create. We can create something good or we can create something not real. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's never was supposed to be part of the plan. Mm -hmm. And fear is that in which never was supposed to be a part of the plan. Mm -hmm. And everything else that the opposing force, anything outside of what it is that you're supposed to be doing, the opposing force, you know you're going to always have an opposing force. Whatever it is that you're striving to do. Whatever. It's going to be combative. Mm -hmm. And it's up to you to decide, I'm not going to allow this to cause me to not move forward, to cause me to uh, stand here and watch everybody else and complain. And let's speak (laughs) on discouragement, too. Because people who haven't done it for themselves, who haven't healed from their pains and their fears and their anxieties, Mm -hmm. will try to cast that onto you Mm -hmm. and to make you feel like, what they experience, what they feel and hear in the, within their selves is what's going to happen to you, to deter mm-hmm. you. And you have to be very careful with that because people like that are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are sit in your your you know path for a reason. Mm-hmm. But you have to, again, know when God is speaking to you, know mm-hmm. when God is telling you to move on. I've had to cut friends off because they've told I, I'm, they will never let my child their child be in my classroom when I told them I wanted to become a teacher. Mm -hmm. I had people tell me even now, you know, that I'm not a good poet, that you always are going to have, I need to change how I perform and what Mm -hmm. I write about. You know, you're going to have people that discourage you, but you have to stand firm on who you are and who God called you to be and not let those things interfere with your purpose. Not let them become your identity. Mm -hmm. You're not, you're not, Less than you're greater than. Mm-hmm. You're not average. You're above average. Just know that God never intended for us to be the tail. We're the mm-hmm. head. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be back in that place of Eden of growth and prosperity. Mm-hmm. And we have to get out of that fall from grace mentality. Like mm-hmm. no, we've all sinned and fallen from the, the glory of God, but that still doesn't stop God's perfect love from being in our lives mm-hmm. and Him wanting us to see us do good and prosper in this life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I focus on all this other stuff, unfortunately. We focus on it so much. I think we eat so much of it, we can't even get filled. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we're filled with the wrong things. One of the scriptures I have written down is Matthew six thirty four. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's important for us. I've heard that my whole entire life. And I promise you, I never knew it was a real scripture until about <laughs> a week ago. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, that's a real scripture. Like, I've had teachers who've had that on their wall without the Matthew 634. Like, I've seen this mm-hmm. my whole life and never knew it was a scripture. I'm so glad that it is a scripture because it's, it's, to me, it was confirmation mm-hmm. about the anxiety that I deal with. Because a lot of times what we deal with is the what if of tomorrow mm-hmm. and what's going to happen tomorrow. And we're creating scenarios. Creating scenarios. So mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta focus on today mm-hmm. and what you can do today because tomorrow's gonna come and you have to deal with that tomorrow. But you can't predict and try to influence what's gonna happen tomorrow today. Like Manip- the, manipulating. Yeah. And trying to <laughs> we are we are God's creation, but we are not God. We can't always manipulate every little thing that happens. You know, we can walk in faith and mm-hmm. we can follow God's spirit. But at the end of the day, he's the author and finisher of our lives. And if trouble arises, you will overcome it. You, and if troubles arise, yeah. you will overcome. You will overcome. You, that's not your ending place. Mm-hmm. I think that's the problem. We get fearful, say, oh, this may be my ending place. No, it's not going to be. You got to understand that you're always winning but despite what it is that you deal with. Yeah. There's development. There's growth and expansion that's happening inside of you. And not just you, but somebody else is getting it as well because they're watching how you go through it. Yeah. So, um, we are we're gonna wrap this up here. Um, I think it might be a third part three, episode three. <laughs> <laughs> it will probably be an episode three. We'll definitely let you guys know because I kind of feel like we're you know. But but we did want to let you know where you can find us on. Um, you can find us on Facebook. And Instagram. Yes. And YouTube. Yes. So uh, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube YouTube channel, uh, The Journey to You. And also, uh, those that are listening um, on uh, in the airwaves, uh, you can find us on Facebook under The Journey to You. Um, and also, um, for 
any coaching or anything that you need help with far as purpose, need to help um, finding destiny, finding yourself, finding out what it is you need to do, goal setting and things of nature, you can find me on fa my Facebook business page is Designed for Destiny. That's D-E-Z-I-G-N-E-D, -E -E the number four, and the destiny. Uh, you can find me there. We're also going to drop the links to the pages um, in our, on our uh, Journey to You mm -hmm. Facebook page, and so you can have all of the uh, all of our social media sites. Right. We're also advertising on um, Apple uh, iTunes for a podcast, mm -hmm. iTunes podcast, uh, Spotify. <laughs> I feel like you know Spotify and Anchor FM. Spotify, Anchor FM, and, <laughs> and Apple iTunes. Um, for all of your photography needs, my mm -hmm. business is open and operating. Mm -hmm. um, right now, I'm running a special for $65 photo shoots. Um, that's the starting rate, $400 wedding um, special. So just hit me up on my uh, Facebook or my Instagram page at 7days. That's S-E-V-Y-N-D-A-E-Z. Um, on both for more details. I also will post my, we'll post our business flyers as well. All right, you guys, be blessed. Take care. We'll see you again on Saturday. Next week. Have a good one.